This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, alhamdulillah. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah. We send blessings. And salutations upon the best of creation, the most noble of all prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. His companions, his household, all of them and every one of us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us and grant us Jannatul Firdaus. My brothers and sisters, it is an honor to be here at Masjid Rabi' in Mitchell's Plain in Cape Town in South Africa, in Africa, in the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it from us. I'm always very much at home when I'm here. If you recall, I spent an entire month of Ramadan down the road. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us this beautiful month. My brothers and sisters, the month of the Qur'an, we hear the recitation of the Qur'an. The Hufad who are here melodiously render for us the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This evening we had a beautiful recital. We heard verses of Surah Al-Ma'idah. We heard verses, the end of Surah An-Nisa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept these verses from us. Wallahi, we don't understand the power of the words of Allah. If you were to say some of these words, they would protect you from the devil. If you were to say some of these words or recite them, they would protect you from evil from the evil eye, from black magic, from so much that goes on. If you were to recite some of these words, you would be granted cure in your physical sicknesses as well. If you were to recite some of these words and you were to put them into practice, you would achieve cure even for the diseases of the heart. Ya يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ قَدْ جَاءَتْكُمْ مَوْعِظَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَشِفَاءٌ لِمَا فِي الصُّدُورُ O people, a reminder has come to you from your Lord and in it there is cure for the diseases of the heart. وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ And in it there is guidance and mercy for those who want to believe. If you want to believe, you have more. But even if you don't believe, the impact of the word of Allah upon the heart of a disbeliever is undoubted. Let them hear it being recited in the correct way and see what happens. It calms their hearts down to a certain extent, but not to the degree of the calmness of a believer when he hears the Quran. I ask you tonight to make an effort to listen to the recitation of the Qur'an in your audio players, in your cars, in your homes, wherever else it may be. Because my brothers and sisters, it will change your life. It's the word of Allah. MashaAllah. It's the word of Allah. Many of us have songs with dirty lyrics that we get excited by. It's a sign of the weakness of Iman. When the dirty lyrics makes you happy or make you happy and they make your head bounce and they control your body, the movements of your body because of the beat and the dirty words, it's a sign of the weakness of Iman. But when pure words make you cry, 
it's a sign of the strength of your iman. When pure words move you, it's a sign of the love of Allah for you. Look at An-Najashi. We ended tonight upon a verse. Tomorrow we will hear the following verse at the beginning of the taraweeh. وَإِذَا سَمِعُوا مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَى الرَّسُولِ تَرَى أَعْيُنَهُمْ تَفِيضُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ مِمَّا عَرَفُوا مِنَ الْحَقِّ When they hear what was revealed to the messenger, meaning the word of Allah, when they hear it being recited, you will see their eyes filled with tears because they recognize that it is the truth. This was speaking about An-Najashi, a non-Muslim, who later accepted Islam according to some of the narrations. But the point I have for you and I, my brothers and sisters, we are Muslims, but we don't cry at the verses of the Qur'an. We believe in Allah, but we are not moved by the Qur'an. We hear the recital, we are not moved. We are still engrossed in our bad ways and habits. What moves you if the Qur'an doesn't move you? There is nothing else that is going to move you. The word of Allah moved a mountain known as Umar ibn al-Khattab. Anhu. A mountain filled with hate initially. But when he heard the words and recognized they are from Allah, he felt the purity. They impacted on his heart to the degree that he crumbled, softened. Allah nazzala ahsan al-hadith kitaban mutashabiha mathani taqsha'irru minhu julud al-ladhina yakhshawna rabbahum thumma talinu juludum wa qulubuhum ila dhikrillah thalika hudallahi yahdi Allah has indeed revealed the best of speech, Ahsan al-Hadith, a book, the Qur'an, which is repeated often, mashallah. You have Surah Al-Fatiha, you have the other surah, we repeat them so often. You have the entire Qur'an. We are Muslims, we don't believe in reading a portion and forgetting the rest. But we believe in covering what is known as a khatam, which means we complete the entire Qur'an from cover to cover. It is more virtuous to put a marker and to read page by page in order than to just read what suits you just because you know it and that's it. Yes, the daily recitations are important. Ayatul Kursi for protection. The last three surahs of the Quran for protection. Aman al-Rasul to the end for protection. Various other surahs that we are taught in the sunnah but not at the expense of the recital of the rest of the Quran. This is why in Ramadan, we are proud of our Huffad who memorize the Qur'an, who can stand in front of us in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be able to recite the melodious words, the effort they put in is definitely enormous. To make a mistake or two is very, very minor because it is corrected. This evening I think they were a little bit nervous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from nervousness. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. It reminds me of the imam who was appointed in Medina Munawwara. His name is Sheikh Sa'ad al-Ghamidi. I'm sure you've heard that recitation. Old, many years ago, since he was young, they have a full recording. I used to hear him when I was young, but he's probably around my age. 
When he was appointed in Medina Munawwara as the Imam, he came in and he tried to lead, but his voice faltered. And he tried again and his voice faltered. He began to tremble and weep. And a day or two later, he decided to throw in the towel. They asked him why. He says, how can I read when I know Rasulullah is resting right here? Something is happening where I just can't carry on. But in his own masjid elsewhere in Dammam, he can read, recite. Come to Masjid al-Nabawi. Imagine the level that the sheikh might have within him to say he cannot imagine that right there where Rasulullah is and he's reciting the Quran. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us an understanding. Many of us don't value this book. We don't. The Huffar, I love the recital this evening because the speed was correct. The minute we start sharpshooting, Wallahi, we've failed Allah. That's what we've done. We have insulted Allah. I'm talking to you today. I'd like to speak clearly so that you understand. I will not use words that are quick where I'm eating my words. Because in that case, I'm wasting my time and yours. I want to give you a message that motivates, that moves. That's what Allah has done in His book. It's a message of power. It will wake your spirituality, your deen, your dunya and your akhirah. It will wake your life and your hereafter. But you need to give it the importance and the value. And I have found that in Cape Town. Among other cities, I have found it here as well. And it is very strong. I'm proud of the children. I knew when I was coming here tonight, we're going to be listening to some quality recital. May Allah accept it from us. And I encourage our young and old to live up to that and to keep on improving. I am one to this day. I don't mind being corrected at all. It's the only way we're going to improve ourselves. Whether it is your tajweed, your recital, no matter what, enjoy the recitation. Don't compromise it. When someone corrects you, be happy. Don't be upset. Some of the hafad, when they're reading, they're enjoying it. The minute someone corrects, they say, <coughs> you know, what are you doing? Why are you correcting me? And then they lose attitude. Don't. Be happy. Be excited. You are just a human. You are just a human being. It's normal. What's abnormal is when you are being corrected and you don't want to be corrected. It's not your word, it's not mine, it's the word of Allah. It will not be changed. Subhanallah. And I want you to enjoy another verse of the Quran. Allah says, we are the ones who revealed this reminder in the Qur'an and we will protect it. So if you were to ask the ordinary person, what is meant by the protection of the Qur'an? They will give you a whole list of things. They will tell you it means there is going to be a lot of huffar because they will protect the book. Isn't it by the help of Allah? It's going to be easy to memorize the book. وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرِ Indeed, we have made this Qur'an easy to understand, to memorize, to put into practice. Is anyone going to do that? Is anyone going to memorize it? Allah says we made it easy. It's the only book in existence of so many pages that you can memorize without being mistaken regarding a full stop or a comma. Cover, 
to cover even little children who don't understand the language. Allahu Akbar. Imagine Chinese. One page of Chinese. I think you'll spend a lifetime. <laughs> you'll spend a lifetime. Or any other language. But Arabic, the language of the Quran, it's miraculous. You can memorize it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how powerful it is. That verse I read earlier where Allah says, we have revealed the best of speech. A book that is similar in its verses. You know, Allah didn't say, salata one time in the Quran. He says it many, many times. Am I right? The reason is we need a reminder. Man needs a reminder. Every day you need to be told, brother, come early for salah. Brother, leave this. Sister, do that. Brother, don't do this. You need to be told every day. You don't say, you told me once. Allah says, the reminding benefits those who truly believe. If you truly believe, Allah says, the reminding will benefit you. وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And remind, for indeed the reminding benefits those who truly believe. So Allah says, these verses are quite similar. مُتَشَابِهًا مَثَانِي means it's repeated a lot. تَقْشَعِرُّ مِنْهُ جُلُودُ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ The skin of those who are conscious of Allah, fearful of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, becomes tightened as in goosebumps when they hear the verses of Allah. How many of us has this happened to in our lives? Or how many of us does this happen to in our lives where we hear the words of Allah and suddenly the skin, we develop goosebumps. If that has happened to you, good news, Allah is describing you in the Quran. Those who believe, their skin develops goosebumps when they hear the words of Allah. It tightens. But if you truly believe, you do not satisfy yourself only by hearing the recitation. But now Allah says, Then the skins become softened once again. They return to a soft form after they were tightened. They return to a soft form. And their hearts are also softened towards the reminder from Allah. You want calmness and contentment. Wallahi, you will never achieve it anywhere besides with Allah. You are looking for happiness. Wallahi, you will never achieve true happiness except by turning to Allah. You will never achieve happiness through intoxicants, through adultery, through gambling through pornography. In fact, all of those and all the abominations would actually result in damage that sometimes could be so serious that a person can turn away from Allah. They can become fed up of the deen. Why? Because we have turned away from Allah. Allah describes the hypocrites. They forgot Allah. Allah says, we'll forget them too. They need us. We don't need them. So if they were to forget us, why should we even bother remembering them? But my brothers and sisters, the mercy of Allah continues to provide for us oxygen, continues to provide for us the faculties we have. 
of hearing, of sight, of smell, of taste, of touch, etc. All of that is a gift of Allah. If we were to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that He only gave us that which we deserved, we would have nothing because we deserve zero. What did we do? Each one of us, myself included, we know what muck we've been in. Different levels. May Allah forgive us. Allahumma ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala deenik. Allahumma innaka afuun kareemun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'fu anna. Allahumma innaka afuun kareemun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'fu anna. اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا. That is a dua for the month of Ramadan and for the night of decree. It is the most powerful thing you can achieve from the month of Ramadan. The forgiveness of Allah. Where do we get it from? Many evidences. One of them is the dua when Jibril عليه السلام was saying this. As the Prophet ﷺ was getting up the mimbar, he said three du'as. One of them was, وَيْلٌ لِمَنْ أَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانَ فَلَمْ يُغْفَرْ لَهُ What a great loss. What big destruction against the one who witnessed the month of Ramadan and still did not achieve forgiveness. It's a month of forgiveness. Cut your bad ways. Cut them. Chop them. We don't need them. We need to please Allah, not just for one day or for Ramadan, but throughout the year. And you will see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open your doors. So let's go back to the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the fact that we will protect the book. We will protect it. People say it means it will be made easy to memorize. One of the things. Allah will take care of it and look after it no matter what. It's in the hearts of the men, correct, and the women, subhanallah, correct. But it has a deeper meaning to it. It has a deeper meaning to it. Let me give you that deeper meaning by way of example. If I had the most valuable diamond here with me, right? And I told you that whoever carries this diamond we will appoint for them 10 bodyguards because we don't want anyone to harm them if you want 10 bodyguards what do you have to do come for the diamond once you get it 10 bodyguards when we have another diamond the other one 10 bodyguards 10 bo how did you get the bodyguards people might ask why are these people walking all around you because I'm carrying something very expensive so they are protecting me the same example is that of the Qur'an, if not higher. If you want the angels to protect you and Allah to look after you, try and memorize the book and see what happens to you. Allah says, I will look after the Qur'an. That means if anyone is to make an effort to memorize it, I have to look after him or her. You have something in your heart more valuable than any diamond can ever offer you. Platinum, gold, whatever. What is more valuable? One word that you've memorized of the book of Allah. Allah will appoint for you angels who will take care of you. 
But there is one problem we have. If you are the one who's going to throw away that same diamond, then no matter how many of those bodyguards you have, they won't help you. They can only help you from external attack. But if you take the diamond, throw it in the sand while you're walking, they are going to think it's still in your pocket. The same happens when you become a hafiz. Don't give up your salah. Because if you're giving up your salah, your goodness, your honesty, your trustworthiness, your good character, your closeness to Allah, your following of the sunnah, then you know what's going to happen? You would have just thrown it in the sand and walked on. And suddenly you might find there's no more bodyguards. Don't think shaitan doesn't try to attack the huffar. No, he does. That's why when you have a hafid, shaitan tries to sway him this way, that way. But Allah keeps protecting him for as long as he keeps memorizing, looking after, trying to put him to practice. You go for salah, every salah with jama'ah. When that adultery is made beautified for you, you're going to stay away say, I'm a hafid, I cannot do this. Allahu Akbar, I won't do it. But if you're not there for salah, you're not there when it comes to goodness and you're only found when it comes to evil, then what will happen? The evil is facilitated. It's made easy. So this is a warning for myself and yourselves. Don't think that just because I've made a small effort to do something that shaitan won't try to attack. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So the word of Allah is protected. And those who protect the word of Allah or make an effort to memorize, I would like to think even if it is one surah, I'd like to hope that Allah will protect you because you have a surah in your heart. And that includes every one of us here. Don't you have surah al-Fatiha? If you have surah Fatiha in your heart, put up your hand. Put up your hand. Allahu Akbar, the entire masjid. I just wanted to prove a point. You have part of the word of Allah in your heart. Protect it, look after it. Wallahi, it will come on the day of Qiyamah. To intercede on your behalf. The Quran is either going to bear witness for you or against you. And then those who have memorized some of the Quran, read melodiously. Read beautifully. Why? Why must you take your time? Beloved Huffad, who read so well today, and all the others who are here, brothers and sisters, when you recite the Quran, Read beautifully. Take your time. Don't be ashamed of the melody of the greatest of books. Why? Because on the day of judgment, the people who have memorized the Quran and some narrations, the narration says those who have memorized, who those who are sahibul Quran. It could mean people who memorized the entire Quran, but it could also mean some who have memorized even a portion of it. You're still a person who memorized a portion. Allah will call you. Allah will call you. What does He want to tell you? He's going to say, Iqra, read. Wartaqi. And keep on going up as you're reading. Warattil kama kunta turattilu fid dunya. But you can only read the way you used to read in the world. You can't come now today and say, right now I can show Allah what I'm doing. No, 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 no. How you used to read in the world, that's how you will be able to read today. That's why I say, take your time. Don't worry about the world. They can, the masjid can go. Yesterday I was talking to my friends. I said, you know, if we had Abdul Basit Abdul Samad here in the masjid, he would just say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. By the time he goes to Waladdalin, there'll only be the Muaddin saying Amin. 
The rest of the people are gone. Too slow for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. That's how we operate today. We tell the Imam, Hey, Sheikh, you know, we need to finish before nine. We need to go. Brother, on the day of Qiyamah, when Allah tells me to read, are you going to say, Allah, I told him to finish before nine. That's why today in front of you, he's saying, What's that? Is that the word of Allah? Come on. Is that the word of Allah? My brothers and sisters, take it easy. The hadith says, All of you who understand Arabic, memorize the word, It will wake you up. Many people, Huffad, Ulama, they forget that word, Kama kunta turattilu fi dunya. Recite the way you used to read in the world. You don't have a new melody here. Subhanallah. You recite. That's why take your time now. Those who recited well, they get in front of Allah and they will read. May Allah make us from among them. May Allah forgive our shortcomings. Then, so you're going up and you're reading. Now there's one more problem. The hadith says, فَإِنَّ مَنْزِلَكَ عِنْدَ آخِرِ آيَةٍ تَقْرَأُهَا Your rank in Jannah shall stop wherever you get stuck. What does that mean? It's not got to do with the solidity of the memorization alone, but it's got to do with putting into practice the word of Allah. Right at the beginning, Surah Al-Fatiha, somewhere right at the beginning it says, وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَارْكَعُوا مَعَ الرَّاكِعِينَ You've heard that verse, right? Establish your salah. But the man didn't establish his salah. So he gets stuck when he comes to that verse. Now if that verse was still in the 15th Jews, it would have been okay. Because why? We'd have covered 15 Jews, then we get stuck. But Allah kept it right at the beginning. أَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ Your salah is not in order. You're going to be reading. Then you don't know what's next. You're just standing. And it's a simple verse. We don't want to get stuck, my brothers and sisters. Fulfill your salah. Try to do more to memorize the Quran. Imagine, even if it were just, listen carefully, even if it were just the memorization, and every verse that you've memorized makes you go one degree higher, one degree higher. Surely you and I should make an effort to learn more and more and more. One verse every day, two verses a day, subhanallah. Have you seen that application that I spoke about a few days ago in London? We look at our phones so many times. So someone developed an application that every time you open your phone, it asks you to read one verse of the Quran before you get in. Check it on Google and Apple. It's there. It's called Nakhtim in the Arabic language. Nun, Kha, Ta and Mim. In the English they wrote it N-A-K-H-T-E-M. You can check it. And you download it on your phone. It's very nice. Because we are on WhatsApp how many times a day guys? You see why we're laughing? Because we don't even know. We've lost count. Your tasbih, you know I said it 33, 33, 30, but this one here, I don't even know. Subhanallah, way beyond the tasbih. You will find out when you download that app, you will know. Today I read 120 verses. 120, I'm not talking about myself, I'm saying that that's what a person will say. 120 verses, why? Because I checked my phone 120 times. But don't cheat, don't cheat with the word of Allah. Open it, check it. And you'll find the mercy of Allah. Imagine, it's an app, application. I challenge you to download it. I challenge you to download it. Read one verse. It will change your life. 
Another thing that it will do, because I've already had feedback from so many people, when you open it, it's telling you, كُلِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُضُّوا مِنْ أَبَصَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَظُوا فُرُوجَهُمْ Tell the believers to lower their gazes and protect their private parts. So you just read that verse, now you open your WhatsApp. And then you see something, you've got to lower your gaze. Subhanallah. <laughs> Switch it off. You've got to delete one or two things there because you can't be so embarrassing as to read what Allah told you and suddenly you're opening it and you're forwarding all these nude images and you've got all these dirty chats going on and here and there. So what did it do for you? It gave you on top of the recitation a reminder of the words of Allah. And it has in it an option of the translation. Amazing. This is the month of the Qur'an. Today, I've told you a little bit about the Qur'an. I'm sure you knew it, but we are reminding one another so that we can all earn Jannatul Firdaus. My brothers, my sisters, like I say, we need to, and I'm repeating this every day, every day, we need to love one another for the sake of Allah, with our differences. You say the Shahada, so do I. We love one another for the sake of Allah. You see the faces we have in the masjid here. Learn to greet each other. Learn to make everyone feel comfortable in the house of Allah. When you make someone feel comfortable in the house of Allah, Allah will make you feel comfortable in Jannatul Firdaus. When you make someone feel uneasy in the house of Allah, you can rest assured that you're going to have a problem on the day of judgment. Unless you sought forgiveness. So let's learn to love one another. Let's learn to reach out to one another. Let's learn to greet one another. Let's learn to smile at one another. And on top of that, let's promise Allah that in the same way that we are concerned in Ramadan, that nothing should go into our mouth that is not supposed to go into it, we should also be concerned that nothing comes out of our mouths that should not come out of it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from vulgar words, hurtful words, abusive words. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad wa sallamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.